this week i'm not wasting any time going right into it i don't want to know what you're drinking it's okay if you don't have one youtube on just come let's talk this is t3 turbans tea and talk i am king's daughter and this is your seven minutes to inspiration you got it right so we're continuing with the topic of commonwealth also called commonwealth of nations and if you missed last week's episode you're gonna have to go back i'm not recapping anything for you okay i can't do the category okay i just can't do it i just can't okay forgive me so we're looking at membership criteria what is the criteria to be a part of the commonwealth for a period after the promulgation, <clears throat> let's try this again. For a period after the promulgation, <laughs> I am not editing that out, okay? Of the Statute of Westminster, member in membership in the Commonwealth came on condition of allegiance to the British monarch. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, okay, okay, get it together. And there was a time I would cut that out, I would delete it, and I would re-record it. I'm not going to do that. I'm human. And guess what? It's okay to make mistakes. I'm going again without taking it out. Hear me fumble. That's okay. Right? <laughs> Membership criteria. Let's do this. For a period after the promulgation of the Statute of Westminster, Membership in the Commonwealth came on condition of allegiance to the British monarch. The rapid growth of nationalism from the 1920s in parts of the empire with chiefly non-European populations required a reconsideration of the nature of the Commonwealth. India, in particular, had been a special case with the British Empire. By title, an empire in its own right, it had a viceroy, a separate secretary of state in London, its own army, and even, to a certain degree, its own foreign policy. Ooh, I, I love foreign policy. So sexy. When India and Pakistan were granted independence in 1947, they became members of the Commonwealth. In 1949, India announced its intention to become a republic, which would have required its withdrawal from the Commonwealth under the existing rules. But a meeting of Commonwealth heads of government in London in April 1949, it was agreed that India could continue its membership if it accepted the British Crown as only the symbol of the free association of Commonwealth members. How do you feel about this? Stick a pin. How do you feel about this? Like any mm, any kind of awkward vibes, any uncertainties about this whole commonwealth of nations? You liking it? You digging it? Okay, let's move that pin and move on. That declaration was the first to drop the adjective British. And thereafter, the official name of the organization became the Commonwealth of Nations, or simply Commonwealth.
I'm pausing here because my mind is going all over the place, right? And I'm thinking, wow. I'm thinking of the years it takes for things to manifest, for things to happen. You know, reading it, it sounds nice. Researching it, it's interesting and intriguing. But the process to get to a place where you are no longer ruled, but you create a possible connection that could lead to your betterment by the same hands that may have oppressed you. This is just my thoughts. I am not, I'm not dogging Commonwealth. And for my US listeners or my German listeners, dogging means I'm not looking down on the Commonwealth. I think there are many benefits, right? And it's a beautiful initiative, I believe. But then there is another side of the coin that can be considered as a thought that you could move from being my oppressor to being my friend. Isn't that interesting? You know, I mentioned in the last episode that we could liken the Commonwealth of Nations to a group of friends who you assess to figure out what is going on? What is really <laughs> what are, what are, what is this friendships really about? Is it about empowerment? Is it about manipulation? Is it about who wins, who loses? Is it everybody for themselves in a shark tank? Is it we standing together to support each other? What is it really? You know? It's very interesting to think about because Of course, we all have heard, we have read, we have seen the clips and the the archive of images pertaining to slavery and we know that there is connection, there is a lot of connection between what would have happened to the black community. throughout various parts of Africa and then the 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 title we give it of course is slavery and we make it seem so we coin it so simply but so many layers so many so many things that took place over that entire journey all of those years of oppression and there would have been connection between the British and many other countries. I am of course just saying that I find the idea of being someone's oppressor and then becoming their friend is beautiful. I also think it's very possible and I also believe it should be allowed. It should be allowed because in that space of friendship many lights could come on many revelations could come come to the oppressor that could create transformation in them and thereby also in everyone around them as well so i'm just sharing thoughts you know guys you know me i ramble sometimes 
but i hope that as we continue this series that you will free you'll feel free to share your thoughts and i want to thank those of you who have been sharing with me it's so encouraging to see your messages and also to those of you who want to be a part of the interviews and you want to be a part of the things that are up up and coming thank you for your interest and i will stay in touch with you but of course i have to ask even though we over seven minutes what was in your cup was it hot no it was cold okay did you make it from scratch oh no you bought it in a batch well good for you till next week please be safe and stay inspired